We got tons of news out of the MCU from Kevin Feige in an interview with Deadline. It is Monday, January 11th. The MCU is back. Let's do it. Hello, hello, Monday, January 11th, 2021. I'm your host, Logan. Welcome back to Mostly Superheroes. Another week of content in front of us and lots that happened over the weekend. It's going to be MCU heavy today. The MCU season is upon us. WandaVision is coming back this Friday. We're going to talk all about it. We're going to get you nice, primed, and ready with some MCU content. But first, let's catch you up. What's happening with the show? If you haven't checked in with us in a while, we do have a new podcast out. You know, a new full podcast of mostly superheroes available everywhere you get your podcast. Season two is here. We recorded episode one last week. PC Mike, the giggler, myself. We kicked off phase four in the big episode we recorded on January 15th. Talked all about WandaVision. We went through a nice article from The Wrap. Appreciate those guys. Talked about every MCU title that came out, or that is coming out, I should say, in 2021, how they all connect. So if you're wondering, you know, what is even coming out this year, you're hearing stuff about shows every week, you know, three or four movies. Well, we just covered it top to bottom. And if you don't want to go into the episode and, and search for it, I've made it easy for you. You go to mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash watch. We got a clip there for you. It's about 10 minutes. Walks you through all of the magic behind the MCU this year. It's going to keep you in the know. And that's going to be what, what uh, Mostly Superheroes does for you this year. Uh, come and join us. We're going to talk through MCU heavy a lot. But where you're still going to get the same great news and rumors and other stuff as well. So that episode's uh, streaming in your favorite podcast app. As well as on YouTube. And like I said, MostlySuperheroes.com. Like I said, MCU is back. Yeah, it's uh, been a long time, folks. Uh, let's just kind of recap what has happened in the last couple of years. We had the in the fantastic wrap-up to the Infinity Saga with Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. Happy to announce we're going to be talking all about those films in this week's episode of Most of Superheroes, recording that one tomorrow. So get ready for that. We had Spider-Man Far From Home. Um which was a great film, you know, technically the last of the MCU Phase 3. And now the Phase 4 is here. WandaVision is kicking us off. And we're going to take you through all the news surrounding this week. So let's just get into our first section for today. News and Rumors. So news and Rumors, let's jump into it. We got a little bit of a mix for you. Like I said, a lot of news that came out of an interview with Kevin Feige. And deadline uh, happened over the weekend. So we're going to talk a lot about that. Um, but first up, I really want to focus on WandaVision. This is coming January 15th. That's this Friday, folks. Talking this Friday. Uh, we heard that a couple things. First of all, 
We're, we're not just getting one. We're getting two episodes. Yeah, I'll clap for that all day. Um, pretty excited. Two episodes are going to drop Friday. The biggest question for me was what time is this going to happen? Uh, like, when are they going to drop at midnight? I, I could not find for the life of me any confirmations. If you know it out there, shout us out. Let us know. Get active in the chat. Speaking of the chat, shout out to my fiance, Carrie. I see her in there. We got plenty of support in the show. At least the people in the house pay attention, right? So what time is WandaVision going to drop? This is from Epic Stream. Looks like 3 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, we're Central Time. That'd be 2 a.m. here. If that is true, this is really looks like it's based on what other shows have come out. So, there's again, there's no hard confirmation of this. If you're wondering when you're going to watch, we're going to be watching on Friday. Um, now, there is the possibility that I would maybe want to watch this in the morning, but this is also going to be a show I want to sit down and enjoy and make sure I don't just work through it. Um, so we'll probably end up watching it Friday nights, Carrie and myself. And uh, we've been doing this new thing on Disney Plus. They have this group watch function. And basically, I can just share out a link and we can sit, you can watch the movie with us. There are only five spots available. So if you're going to watch, you know, you kind of got you kind of got to be on social media at the right time. But here's a little preview of when to expect that link to go out. It'll be probably like Friday night. Um, and if not, it'll be whenever we watch. So Keep an eye out for that Disney Plus group watch. We are super excited for WandaVision. We'll be watching both of those on Friday. And we'll be doing a full review, of course, week by week with all this MCU content. Thank you. Thanks to uh, Epic Stream for that piece of news. Let's jump into some, uh, some news that came out of Kevin Feige's interview with Deadline. Uh, I got a lot of my info from uh, comicbook.com. Unofficially, I always say brought to you by comicbook.com. It's where I end up starting and beginning my search for all my news. They just organize it in the right way. You can search by franchise or movie or TV show. You know, if you're looking for just MCU stuff, this is a totally unpaid for, unbiased plug. Uh, just they have a great website over there. Deadpool fans, get ready. A couple things. Deadpool 3, first of all, just exciting to have that in a headline again. Confirmed to be in the MCU. And confirmed to be R-rated. I'm not one of these, like, it has to be R-rated for it to be good type thing. Um, but it is cool to hear that this character who just lives and breathes in an R-rated world is going to stay that way. This came from Megan Peters over at Deadpool. Or I'm sorry, uh, reporting on Deadpool over at comicbook.com. It'll be R-rated. This is Kevin Feige talking to Deadline. And we are working on a script right now, and Ryan's overseeing a script right now. So that means Ryan Reynolds is actually looking at the script for Deadpool. Um, I, you know, reading further in this article, it's going to be a mix of um, making sure that they stay true to this character, but that they also enter him into the MCU, MCU correctly, so that he can, you know, bounce around. You know, I picture probably like a lot of like bleeping out curse words. You know, just picture him in the next you know, Thor movie, but maybe he's cussing and stuff. But they just bleep him out. I think that's kind of funny. Who knows? I bet it would be more elegant than that. Now, this is uh, not going to be filming this year. So don't get too crazy excited, Deadpool fans. It's going to be something that uh, is going to be looking like 2022. But the fact that they're talking about it, the fact that there's a script, um, all these things should be very exciting to you because uh, there, there's always a plan with Marvel and Feige. This is going to be part of that plan. Next up, Black Panther 2. 
to Black Panther fans. Kevin Feige also spoke to Deadline on this film. Of course, there's been a lot of questions around what's going to happen with Chadwick Boseman's character. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Lost him in 2020, and there's you know a lot of questions around what's the storyline going to be. Do you replace him? Do you recast him? Do you recreate him? You know things that we've seen in Star Wars films, bringing back people, you know, living or passed away. They've they've done both. Here's the answer from Kevin Feige: We're not going to have a CG Chadwick, and we're not recasting T'Challa. This is straight from Kevin Feige, quoted in the interview with Deadline, brought to you by Comic Book Today. Ryan Coogler is working very hard right now on the script with all the respect and love and genius that he has, which gives us great solace. So it was always about furthering the mythology and the inspiration of Wakanda. There's also the task of honoring and respecting the ongoing learnings and teachings from Chad as well. Interesting. Just saying that there's going to be a component of this story that people maybe haven't even thought of yet. And then he says, there's only one Chadwick and he's not with us. So we will not be, Breaking, bringing him back in a CGI fashion. I think kudos to Kevin Feige for making the decision on this and the team that probably had to have these really you know, tough situations, these tough conversations. Um, but look for a new Black Panther. He says uh, in the interview, wrapping this up, our king unfortunately has died in real life, not just in fiction, and we're taking a little time to see how we return to history and what we do to honor this chapter of what has happened to us that was so unexpected, so painful, so terrible, really. So they're just taking it one day at a time, and I respect them for it. So we'll keep you posted on what happens with Black Panther 2. Black Panther 2 is currently set for release July 8th, 2022. It'll be next year. All right, this one we're very excited for. Of course, talking about MCU, still, of course, Loki. Talked about this in the recent recap of the MCU titles. Uh, again, get over and check out that clip if you want to hear about all that's happening in the MCU schedule this year. Part of that schedule is the show Loki, star starring Tom Hiddleston. You know, uh, we've talked about this show a lot. Very excited for it. Well, here's the news. Coming out of IGN, Loki Season 2 is reportedly already in development. It's not even out yet. You know, it came up in an interview... Uh, happened recently. Uh, looks like they're also referencing this deadline episode, this deadline interview. Michael Waldron has been tapped with Marvel, and will be working on the film. So he kind of let it slip that this is happening. Pretty exciting. And we're gonna talk about Kevin Feige. Also spoke about you know these films that are coming up: WandaVision, Loki, Falcon Winter Soldier. Are there gonna be future episodes of these, like future series? I should say. Um, I have a little bit of tidbits there as well. And here it is. He says it will vary. This is a Charles Ridgely art article from comicbook.com. Marvel's uh, Kevin Feige addresses if Disney shows will get multiple seasons. Feige says it will vary. There are some shows that have been built to further expand our storytelling and then go into features. So we know this, right? They're going to be, they've already teased out that uh, he calls her Lizzie Olsen in this article. I just love that. It just shows like they're all just close, one big family. Instead of Elizabeth uh, being a part of Doctor Strange 2, they've already announced Tona Paris being part of Captain Marvel 2. I think that's uh, Monica Rambeau, I believe, and we're going to see her in WandaVision. He references uh, uh, other shows that he's seen, and he's he's saying that the, the beauty of streaming shows this way and content has allowed them the freedom to kind of stick to their plan but move things around when needed. You know, this fed them well during the pandemic. 
apparently that you know they they moved Black Widow a full year back. But he says that you know uh, they know what they're doing. It's all gonna make sense. And I I mean, did they let us down the first time? No. I'm excited to see what what this new Phase Four will bring, and hopefully we'll see uh, some multiple seasons. But even if we don't see, say, a second season of Falcon Winter Soldier. To me, it's just going to play a role in a bigger Avengers film. Uh, Kevin Feige also talked about mutants coming into the MCU. So this is something that um, people have been asking questions about for the better part of you know years now. But in the recent two years, Fox was acquired by Disney. So we know that at some point, you're going to start seeing some of your favorite mutants. We've already talked about Deadpool. That is one of them coming into the MCU. So... This is what Feige had to say about it. This uh, came from J.K. Schmidt over at Comic Book. Appreciate you. When asked by Deadline if the upcoming WandaVision, Captain Two, Captain Marvel 2, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness connections are leading to the revival of the X-Men, Feige said, in hindsight, in five years, when we're talking about everything that's happened, everything can be ramped up to everything. So this is what he's referring to. Spoiler alert for Avengers Endgame. The movie jumps forward in time. Five years. So this is huge, right? This is like kind of fundamentally changed how you've lived with the MCU your whole life. If you're if you're like me and you've been watching since you know Iron Man in 2008, that was real time. That was like, okay, this is 2008, and you're just kind of living along the Avengers, I guess. Well, now we're five years in the future. So Feige's just saying. Listen, when you do that, anything's possible because you could start saying that mutants were starting to trickle in around year two. You know, we haven't been told any of these stories um, except we're getting ready to, right? With the Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision. Um, hopefully we'll get some flashbacks to, to, to that time in between some of these films. Black Widow's going to do that. It's going to be in between Civil War and Infinity War, which that's just a two-year gap, and we've already seen kind of that play out. But regardless... They've done this before, so they can do it again. Five years in the future, I like how he approaches this answer. It's going to be, you know, we'll we'll mix it in on a gradual basis. Um, but it's it, exciting to think about how Wolverine could play a part. They're going to recast uh, Hugh Jackman. I mean, I think he's said he's done with the role. He's, he's getting up there in age. Patrick Stewart is still making stuff. He's in the Star Trek. He has his own show. He has that Picard show now. Be great to see him come back as Xavier, Doctor uh, Xavier, Professor X. We'll see. All right, so talking about She-Hulk for a minute, but really what we're talking about is the possible return of a beloved character of mine for sure, live action. Jessica Jones. Uh, that's played by Kristen Ritter. So if you're not familiar with the um, you know, I think people typically refer to them as the Daredevil shows. Um, we're talking about the MCU. I mean, they were MCU. A lot of people don't even know that. The Marvel shows on Netflix that have lived, come, and gone. And we've heard some rumors about some of these. Charlie Cox's Charlie Cox Daredevil. He might be playing the lawyer in Spider-Man. We talked about that a little bit. Well, now they're saying there's a rumor going around. This is very much rumorville. Take it with a grain of salt. It's coming uh, from on uh, Twitter, Daniel RPK, that Jessica Jones could be coming back and be featured in She-Hulk. We're very much in Rumorville. Who the hell knows? You know, would it be um, a recurring character, just a one-off? 
I hope so. I love this character. I hated seeing the show end. I loved season three. Loved Daredevil. We've talked about this a lot. Iron Fist just didn't really do it. Luke Cage was great. Loved the Defenders. Um, if we can start working these characters back in, like, why not? Like, you're, you've you already got so much to play with, and I th I consider the shows on Netflix a big success. Um, you could also start working in Deadpool into the, some of those characters because they're just a hard R. We'll see. All right, last bit of news and rumors, and then we're going to get into what I've watched lately doing what you watching. Umbrella Academy, season three. Those that have been with us uh, being most of superheroes since the beginning, you know that we are huge fans of the Umbrella Academy. Um, we gave our, we've done full episodes on them. Go back, check them out. Talk about season one and season two. Um, season one was okay. Season two was a lot better. Loved it, and it got me excited for season three. Coming out of comic book, Megan Peters shares with us uh, that Umbrella Academy uh, shared part of their cast. And this is going to be real confusing if you haven't seen it for the Sparrow Academy. Don't think that really gives you any spoilers. You know what? You're like, what's the Sparrow Academy? I thought it was called the Umbrella Academy. If you don't know, go watch the show, then come back and watch our stuff so you can, you know, we'll navigate you through kind of, it's kind of a wacky show. We talk you through the storyline, who the characters are. Very excited to hear any kind of news on this. It didn't really say when the show is coming, but um, they're active on their social right now, sharing out their their cast and whatnot. So hopefully they'll be ramping up for a, a drop on Netflix. This one's coming at you on Netflix. If I didn't make it perfectly clear, all of the MCU stuff we talked about is, of course, on Disney Plus now. But excited to hear news about Umbre Umbrella Academy. We'll keep you posted on season three. All right, with that. What you watching? All right, what you watching? That's where we tell you week by week what we're watching. And of course, want to hear about what you're watching. You know, hit us up in the chat. DM us online, go to mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash contact. We'll feature what you're watching on the show, and we'll probably even talk about it. Okay, so I already mentioned we're doing the Infinity Saga special this week, recording that tomorrow night. That's going to be a full-on breakdown of each movie in a really fun format. We're going to keep it about the characters. We'll, of course, highlight our favorite parts from the film. But going through two big movies like that, you know, we'll try to keep it concise, focused, and get you really primed and ready for WandaVision that drops Friday. I couldn't help myself. After I watched Endgame again, I was like, well, I just, I'm, I'm going to start more. I started and finished, of course, Avengers Age of Ultron. It's easily one of the best MCU films. It's maybe in its own right the best film of the Avengers film, just. It's different categories. So what I want to do today, if you, you know, I don't want to get, we're not going to do a deep dive today. This is going to be more about my favorite parts of the film. And I just kind of highlighted the top five. Um, there's a lot of reasons this movie is so, so good. First of all, when's it taking place? You know, you're, you're coming off of the second round of the Avengers uh, sequels. So you've got like Iron Man 2, you've got Thor The Dark World. I want to say that we, yep, we've had Captain America Winter Soldier at this point. And it's all led to Avengers Age of Ultron. This is where the Avengers are the Avengers. They get to, as I say here, Avengers being Avengers. 
you guys know what I mean. It's like, this is the one where it's just like, um, you know, they're a team. They've been in full action. What are we opening up with? Oh, they're here to get the Mind Stone from, you know, a, 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 a Nazi. It's pretty, it's just a straightforward Avengers mi mission. They're all here. They're working together. They open with this great, iconic shot. And uh, later in the film, they even have a, uh, like a get-together uh, party at the house, right? This is whenever Tony and Bruce decide they're going to create Ultron, protector of the Earth. Um, and they're like trying to pick up Thor's hammer. This is where we get that epic scene of all of them trying it, except for Natasha Romanoff. She doesn't. There's like a theory out there that she could lift it. But Captain America, he gives it a little nudge. If you're an MCU junkie like us, just great, 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 great foreshadowing right there. Other great things about the film, it does introduce Wanda. This is uh, images from ITM, InsideTheMagic.com. Wanda, Quicksilver, and Vision. So we had actually met Wanda and Quicksilver at the end of one of the former... Uh, Iron individual solo films. I think it was an end credit scene. I remember seeing them like in the, she's in their cage. They're in their cages. It was an end credit scene of one of the previous films, probably winter soldier, right? Cause this is like the same world a little bit. We now know, you know, Quicksilver doesn't quite make it through the f film. Unfortunately, I know. but don't be, don't be too upset because I've heard rumors that we might get the other Quicksilver Somehow, maybe even in WandaVision, maybe in Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange 2, that's the kid that's in, like, American Horror Story. I can never get his name right, but he's uh, he's the other Quicksilver that uh, is played in the X-Men films. That'd be kind of cool. Either way, we get these characters, and, of course, Wanda and Vision. This is the big introduction of Vision. This is the part of the film where they use the body that Ultron was building for himself. They use the Mind Stone. And Thor comes in because he's had a vision of vision, right? See? He comes in, slams a hammer down. Great scene. Vision comes to life. I'll throw it a clap because at the time I was super, super excited about this. And then, like, Vision just kind of was has been a so-so character. I think we're going to explore all that in the next, uh, in the Infinity Saga special, of course. But he is getting a redemption story. There's going to be a whole TV show around him coming this Friday, so... Excited for that. There's your tie-in. If you're not re-watching Marvel stuff right now, and you're a Marvel fan, what are you doing? Pull out some of the classics. Definitely throw Age of Ultron on. At the very least, I think you should watch Endgame before you watch WandaVision. That's just my take. Well, there's other stuff we get. Um, the Avengers get pretty wrecked by Wanda in this, uh, in this movie. She's Scarlet Witch. She is showing them their greatest fears. You get Captain America being scared of not having a war to fight. You know, Peggy saying, come home. And he's like, he still struggles with just wanting to fight in a war. Black Widow gets callbacks to the Red Room. I'm sure we'll probably get maybe some of that in Black Widow coming this May. Tony's is by far the biggest. Thor's is about the Infinity Stones. It kind of gets him on the path of that. And that's just more shadowing, foreshadowing to the movies to come. All of these are. And Tony's is really what causes the the whole movie to happen. You know, he has this vision of all the Avengers dying 
And this is, of course, the theme for this movie. This is why Ultron's created, but it's really a direct foreshadowing of the Avengers Endgame. And the line Endgame, you know, the phrase, the word, I guess, that's actually in this movie. Tony says it when he's explaining himself after, you know, fudging up and creating Ultron. Uh, he, he actually drops the line um, in the movie itself. And, of course, I had to highlight James Spader's Ultron. This image from uh, Rotten Tomatoes. This was Marvel to me just proving that they just are going to continuously have the best casting. Um, and also proving that they can cast a big villain. Uh, James Spader's voice just brings a gravitas to the character that I just can't believe. It just feels so right. It's just so evil. Um, so I know everything. Um, and the Ultron just looks unbelievable, of course. Like every MCU fan. Uh film it looks legit you know talking more about the nerdy aspect of ultron i really paid attention more you know this is probably the 20th time i've seen this movie they're taking the the code from the mind stone and that code that they pull out of the mind stone like kind of mixed with vit uh with jarvis and that was how how we kind of got ultron it's just a very interesting way that this character was birthed it wasn't like the mind stone was required for ultron to live he was his own thing um, but I thought it was a really interesting character, and it'd be interesting if they could maybe bring an aspect back from Ultron in future stuff. And we do, of course, have an end credit scene. Uh, this is going to be like, okay, it's game time. We get a Infinity Gauntlet shot. We get this weird purple Thanos. This is before they had him really, you know, honed in, but really got us pumped. This is from Slash Film. So we always rate and rank our films. Uh, I just said it. This is one of my favorite MCU films, and, no, and MCU is my favorite really bucket of movies, so I'm really saying a lot here. We work off of a four-point scale. We're going to give it right now today. We review. We rated it. Here we go. 3.9. It's a high score. It's because it's, I mean, I would say it's just about perfect movie. What isn't perfect about it? I think there's some parts that you could – that kind of watered down the film. I like, I enjoy the scenes at Clint's house, you know, with his family and whatnot. Um, but there's a ton of downtime there. But it's also a lot of deep conversations with Natalia and Hulk. You know, you get the great setup of Tony and Captain having kind of their head to head stuff, preparing you for Captain America Civil War. But other than that, just a really near perfect film. If you haven't seen it in a while, get over and watch Avengers Age of Ultron. And if you're, watching mcu stuff because you know that you need to be right now the next mcu films you should be watching are ant-man it's paul rudd of course and captain america civil war these are the next two <laughs> keep working your way through the line um you know thor ragnarok will be in there and then of course the infinity movies infinity war and endgame we're recording that special tomorrow night we're super excited for it but always love to watch an avengers film so definitely watch avengers age of ultron if you're getting ready for WandaVision this Friday. All right, that music means it's time for what's coming up in the show. Hope you've got your news and rumors and your what you watch and fix for the day. We have a lot happening in the show this week. Uh, we had an episode recorded this past Friday, another edition of Logan's Heroes filmmaker and producer Jeremy Corey. 
Jeremy's a good friend of mine and a colleague and has worked on titles such as Voltron, Defender of the Universe. He's made deals with companies that you might know of, like DreamWorks. Uh, he's been making movies and content for 20 years plus, and the guy knows a lot, has done a lot, and is just an absolute joy to hang out with. He's a deep nerd. He, we talk about some old video games. We talk about old toys. Uh, and, of course, we talk about some current content that's out there that we're both watching, including a review of the movie Tenet. Other what you watching you can watch for this week. Again, what you watching is our, our Sunday day. If you want to know what we're watching, you can always see us on our social media on Sunday. Tell me about what we're watching. We watched Along Came a Spider, sequel to the movie Kiss the Girls that we just recently reviewed and rated. And then again, big episode this week, dropping Thursday in your podcast app, dropping Friday on YouTube. We got the Infinity Saga special. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to be diving through these two films in a really fun way. We're going to keep it top level, favorite parts, make it about the characters, where they fit into what's happening in the MCU, MCU today, and get us primed and ready to start the Phase 4 journey with the MCU this Friday with WandaVision. There's a lot happening with the show. I know I'm always telling you to go here, go there. There's a nice one-stop shop for you to see where we have, what we have going on. It's at MostlySuperheroes.com. There on our home screen, you'll find our schedule. Walks you through Sunday through Saturday, including this live show right now on Instagram. We'll be live again on Twitch if you're big into the live shows. That'll be Wednesday, 12 p.m. Central Time. Watch for our new episode of The Music Show tomorrow. And again, watch for that Infinity Saga special dropping later this week. We're doing something new every day in 2021. We appreciate you fans that have been listening. We'll be featuring some fan mail later this week as well. Always feature you guys. But it's MCU season. We're back, and we're here to talk you through it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you later on this week. This has been Mostly Superheroes.